This episode is brought to you by Command Creative Studios. Looking to jump into the podcast world and start making your own content? Command Creative Studios is your one-stop shop for professional podcasts. With a team of audio engineers, music composers, and graphic designers, Command Creative Studios can get your podcast sounding professional as well as looking professional with custom music and artwork that's designed for your creative vision. Command Creative Studios also offers editing, mixing, as well as uploading your content to all major podcast services. For more information, please visit commandcreativestudios.com. That's commandcreativestudios.com. Billions of puppets with poisoned minds permanently fixed on one unifying goal, to spread the infection to every last human alive by any means necessary. And there are no treatments for this, no preventatives, no cures. They don't exist. It's not even possible to make them. So if that happens, we lose. Right, here we go. Here's the second part of episode one. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, we're having a lot of fun. We're having a lot of fun with yeah. this, and I hope you guys are uh, getting some uh, good info and, uh, you know, also contributing to the community. We're trying to build something here a little bit special up on uh, Twitter, Patreon. Thank you, guys. We already got our first uh, Patreon producer, Knight Rider 169 Thank you so much. Really means a lot. And, uh, yeah. This is going to be fun. We're going to do a little bit more of a deep dive, break, in, uh, break down a little bit more of the relationships. We're going to talk about some scenes a little bit more in depth and just to kind of go from there. Max, I'm going to follow your lead because I think you just are the, you're the right man for this <laughs> job. <laughs> so what you thought about, you know, rewatching some of the first episode? Um, I liked it a lot. Obviously yeah. I caught more things the second time around. Um, there were some things that I, I, I after watching the second time, I, I'm, I wasn't as hyped as I was the yeah. first time. Um, but then there's other things, obviously, I caught the second time around that made other scenes, you know, stick out a little bit more, which was good. Yeah. Um, caught some of our corrections. Some of the things that we said in the first post or the first episode that we were wrong. Um, we actually had um, uh, somebody message or we had a Patreon email us, send us a screenshot of the um, the piece of paper in Joel's. Um, yeah, yeah, in his, the yeah, for in his, us. yeah. Uh, the piece of paper that Joel had about the um, the code, the codes music for codes. Um, '60s, '70s, and '80s music. I was wrong, um, which is fine. That happens from time to time. Just don't tell many people. So I thought the code said at least the the '60s thing when a '60s song played, it was everything. Um, everything's okay, but that's not what what the code said. The code said, and this is from Bionic Piano Man. Uh, the code in the book. Uh, it says uh, 60s is nothing's in, 70s new stock, and then 80s is an X. Yeah. So obviously, Joel's a uh, smuggler. He needs to know if his stuff is in. So, you know, that kind of yeah, corrects and, that. Yeah, and they had Ellie kind of in the episode say, who's Bill and Frank? You know, how she guessed. I think they only had a B and an F in there, right? And they, she guessed it right away. I don't know. If, is their names actually Bill and Frank? Yeah. Oh. Is it really? <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's let's. It's gonna be interesting. Those are gonna be characters we're gonna we're gonna see. Okay. You know, or moving forward in the smuggling world that they work with. So that's gonna be awesome. Okay. To see those two characters from the game and how they portray them here. But it was really good. You know, 
communicating with a lot of people online. Right. Um, they brought up a lot of cool things that they saw that they shared with us. Um, posters on the wall, um, tidbits, little things from the vi video games that they carried over. Yeah. Um, and we definitely wanted to go through some of that um, here as well. Um, well, let's let's hit up the Easter eggs really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's do that. So the DVD that Joel and Sarah watch is called Curtis and the Viper 2. That's a reference to the video game. They do, or that's Joel's, you know, favorite franchise in the video game. Um, this is a hard one to see that I found on uh, GameRant.com. Um, if you look closely when Sarah wakes up in the beginning of the show, yeah, um, you can see on her desk, it's kind of hard to see, but you can see the the card that she makes uh, for Joel. Oh, nice. And that'll play down the, down the line. That'll play some importance, but it's hard to see, but it's there. Um, let's see. What are the other fun things that parallel the video game? What do you got? Well, that whole, that whole gift-giving scene like, is directly even most of the dialogue is directly pulled from the game. Um, it mimics it almost exactly. Um, Sarah's wardrobe, that shirt she's wearing. Right. Um, who was it? The band called... Uh, uh, Helicon Drops? Yes. And it's the exact same shirt from the game. And on the back of yeah. the shirt, the tour cities is exactly the cities that they're... That they're going to go on in their gonna adventure. They're going to go on. The, yeah. you know, Ellie and Joel are going to go on in, their, in, their, in, in, the, in the show. Um, there were a lot of scenes like that car, the truck scene, you know, where they're escaping and they're, yeah. they're trying to leave, yeah. quote unquote, that is almost identical to the game. Yeah. I think like, I, I, think I mentioned that. Yeah. yeah we I mentioned think I that, that. Yeah. you know, the house burning, the hospitals this way, Austin that way. Right. All of that is, is pretty spot on. Um, they do do a little tweak to that, like in the video game, the, when they're in the city, the town, and they're driving through, they get hit by a, a truck. That's what causes the accident, right? Not the plane coming from the plane, sky. But in the show, they give you like a little fake. You, you come, they, they're going through the intersection, and you see a truck about to hit them, and then they stop. You know, you, you people right. who play the game, you're expecting that to be the thing, but then it's to save the crash for the plane, which is a little bit more dramatic, right? <laughs> much, much more impactful that it's a plane than just a car crash. So. I guess it's more unrealistic, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, there, there's also, you know, a lot of dialect. We, we mentioned that, right? Um, when Ellie mentions you mumble in your sleep, that's exactly pulled from the game. Right. Um, Ellie, when she gets outside and she, you know, she's that line she says when she finally gets outside that you talked about when she's standing up. Like nobody had a conversation with her. Hey, when we get outside, <laughs> searchlights, make sure you keep uh, crouched down. Yeah, that that no. is exactly from the game. Um, even the scene where she explains how she was bitten three weeks earlier. Yeah. That almost that dialect dialogue is exactly from the, 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 the video game as well. So there's a lot of parallels there. There's a couple of things that are a little different, you know, like the video game is based in 2013. This, they start in 2003, 2003. Right. They start and, you know, obviously fast forwarding 20 years is 2023 versus 2033. So they, they, they try to keep certain things, you know, exact, for the gamers, so people can like relive. I mean, I haven't played the game in in years because the game originally came out in two thousand and thirteen. Right. Um. So uh, almost ten years, I haven't played the game. So so it was nice to see some of those things. And actually, I just remembered one of the big things that they also carried over was that very first the intro song where you see the fungus, you know, growing. spreading out, growing. That's actually the beginning of the game too. But in the video game, it's in black and white. Right. Um. And we, I know we talked about that on um on on Sunday, but I totally forgot that that's how the game 
started as well. So, so they did a great job in that, in that sense. Right. Um, also really fast for everybody that listened to the first episode, uh, we had an error on the first bounce that we did for, um, some, oh, yeah. some people might've actually gotten the, uh, the first one we did, um, their music comes back in, I believe it's like around what, four yeah, thirty, four and then mark. like ends at six. That, that was my fault. I apologize. Um, I was trying to bounce the thing out really quick and get it to everybody. And I made a mistake. Max brought it to my attention the next day because some other people brought it, uh, brought it up to him. So if anybody, you know, was one of the lucky few that actually listened to the one that has the air in it, you know, that could be a collector's item down the road. Well, we, 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 the issue was resolved, obviously. And if you want to, you can remove the, the download, reload it up on your, your device, and it'll be the updated, corrected version. Yep. yep. Another thing I wanted to talk about, I know we, we, we did you know, talk a bit about Nico Parker's performance. Sarah last, Miller, yeah. As Sarah Miller. She did such a great job in that. I wanted to, I know today we might not be talking too much about her because we did dedicate a good amount of time on Sunday and she's there in the first 35 minutes of the show and obviously her character is very important um, for who Joel has become. Yeah. But I wanted to say um, Nico Parker did such a phenomenal job and when you go and look up who this phenomenal rising star actress is she's actually the daughter of Thandia Newton, who is excellent in Westworld. And the first time I remember seeing her was in mission impossible two. Um, two. Yep. Um, she's also in star Wars in the star Wars movie, uh, solo solo. Yeah. And, um, she's just a phenomenal actress. So I, I mean, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree, right? Is that what they say? Well, yeah. But then also her uh, dad is old Parker. Mm-hmm. O L Parker. How you say it? Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, he's known for um, writing Ticket to Paradise, starring uh, George Clooney and uh, Julia Roberts. He also did uh, Mamma Mia, the second one. Here we oh. go again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's in the entertainment industry for sure. And then it looks like Nico did a movie with her mom. Um, it's called uh, Reminiscence. Okay. Which uh, that one had Wolverine in it, Hugh Jackman. Okay. I never saw nice. it. Um, some people said it was good. Oh, that's the one that came out during the pandemic on HBO Max, right? Yeah, 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 yeah I so remember she said that. that too. So okay. she's, she's I haven't got, seen it yet. Um, she has four credits to her name. She's only been to four things, but obviously, I mean, it seems. Listen, I was par- talking. Parents might be helping her get some stuff. She was in Dumbo, Reminiscence, uh, the la- obviously The Last of Us, and another show called Thir- uh, Third Day. Um, so she's got some. She's got some credits, but we're not going to be talking about her that much anymore because you know, her character's gone, but we want to let people know, Hey, she's been in other past stuff and she's got some stuff coming up. So, you know, look, look out for her. All I know is I always talk about it. If you can buy a stock in young actors, uh, this is one that, uh, this is what they call a blue chipper. You know I mean? I think she's going to have great performances and great roles moving ahead just off of lineage. And, and she did a great job as, as Sarah in this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, let's go, let's get, get more into this episode. I wanted to bring up Fedra. Okay. Okay. Because after the, what happens in Austin, we're fast forwarded, you know, the 20 years. Yeah. And that's the first thing we see. We see that, that little kid coming through the far, the, the forest or woods. And sure. it's that first interaction with Fedra that we see. I mean, we saw the soldier who shot at Ellie, at, at Sarah and Joel, but at that time, that's just the regular U.S. government, right? Right. Now we're in a, a you know, a government state, right? Fedra is yeah. the new controlling power. And they have a tough job to do, right? Right. Keeping people safe, order, policing, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, 
uh, I saw somebody online mention that, you know, in most of apocalyptic zombie movies, when you see soldiers or the police, they're kind of like, oh, we're saved. They're going to help us out. But right off the bat in this, you know, the first soldier that we encountered shoots at Joel and and, 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 and Sarah. And now this is kind of now we're, we're dealing with Fedra, who's we're going to play a scene here, um, who has to check people quarantine protect so right it's a little different dynamic than oh it's it's the military we're saved right and this is the scene where you see the boy he's walking um obviously through the post-apocalyptic uh boston to get to you know the you know quarantine lockdown or whatever quarantine the safe zone yeah quarantine zone and uh so they're checking him out you know to see if he's healthy enough to get inside and so let's just let's take a listen and then we'll uh we'll talk about the scene here we go We don't want you falling out of the chair. What's your name? Are you alone? And, uh, how did you get this? It's gonna be a little tickle right here. What if I told you that after we gave you some medicine, we're gonna find you your favorite food to eat? Would you like that? And then we'll get you some new clothes and toys, as many as you wanna play with. It's just a little needle. So that scene right there, this is one of the harsh things that Fedra's got to do, right? Yeah. They have to be the police force of keeping the infection out, which is, you know, obvious. And it's this, uh, I guess this uh, doctor, security guard, nurse, lady, whatever, who's in charge of, you know, making sure the infection doesn't come in. She's got to sit there with this kid and comfort him the entire time even when she sees that you know when they put the thermometer in the ear and they and she sees that it's red that he's infected with a straight face she doesn't you know show any other emotion except you know joy and happiness for this kid even though she knows that they're about to euthanize him in the next you know 30 right, seconds yeah, right away the, the actress uh khadijah roberts abdullah um is that soldier that's you know talking in this scene um great scene it it, it shows you that Amazing. It's going to be a very weird dynamic Fedra has in this show, right? Right. Because, you know, typically in zombie movies, apocalyptic movies, whenever you approach the military, it's like you're saved, right? They're, they're here. Right. They're, right. You're saved. You're, they're going to help you. They're going to protect you and kind of thing. But Fedra has a, a, a deeper um, role than just protect because they they have to not only protect they have to police they have to discipline they have to basically run they're governing they're governing this whole um society and already you know when we first encountered military in the show was you know 20 years earlier you saw the soldiers shoot at um joel and sarah right and that was the first inkling that this is going to be a harsh military kind of reaction to this because they don't know what to do, right? Right. Like the doctor says, it's game over. We don't know what to do when this if this happens. So now, Fedra is in that 
weird predic- predicament where we're protecting people, but we're also, when you break the rules, we got to have to hang you. Or when you're infected, it, it's no joke. We just have to kill you. Like right. there's no, there's no cure. There's no um, letting you hang out. You, you see the guy come with the needle right away. Right. You know, so she does a great job of, you know, comforting her. You see her holding her hand, uh, holding the kid's hand um what when they're they're obviously telling him it's going to be all right yeah, yeah. telling him so right and and i'm sure if it was the other way if it was green the conversation would be completely different it would be more about rules and regulations don't do this don't go there um this is where you get your food and but since it's a kid and it's red it's it's a it's a softer approach by that soldier which is which is great but it's a, it's interesting that she actually had that approach if yeah. you think about it because obviously they've been you know She's not a young person. She's she was probably there from the very beginning when the pandemic when yeah. their pandemic yeah. actually yeah. hit. So that she still has that kind of emotional side of her that she knows that she can comfort a kid, which you would yeah. think after seeing all this stuff happen, you see in the world the the your world crumble around you. You look outside the walls. I mean, it's nothing but you know broken buildings and yes. you know overgrown stuff, and there's not really a lot of things happening. That she still has that emotional side of her to comfort this kid. To 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 put him out of his misery in a in a good place, she could have took that a totally different route and was kind of like, all right, well, boom, yeah, and not even said a word to him. She could have just been like, yeah. oh, okay, and then she could have walked away. The other guy could have came in because the kids already they yeah. already have him chained up in a yeah. way. He's locked so that. Move, move. Yeah, it's like he's gonna run away. Yeah, so he, that was, that was it interesting. is a it is a very tough job because if you think about it even deeper, like in a world like this, it's all about routine. There, there's no, sure. you know, relaxing at any moment. There's no kicking your feet up to watch the Laker game or or a football game. It's literally wait, hold on. You think relax watching the Lakers is relaxing? <laughs> no, you know what I mean. It's no, like there is no, there's, there's, you're, you're, you're always vigilant. So sh- it's a world about routine. So she's doing this, you know, almost every day, constantly. I'm right. sure the numbers of people coming in dwindles you know as, yeah. as you go through but it's still it's 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 a tough job and and uh, it's not one i would want right, right. well let's go through the, like so the things we've seen fedra do so far i mean or and then we could talk about like how far is too far so yeah. obviously you see you know if anybody comes in that's affected you you know you put them down immediately right like they were just a you know a stray that just came in yeah um they're handing out jobs. They're they're handing out jobs. They're giving like you know obviously they're they have their own form of currency, which is yeah. you know looks like you know some paper, paper they got at Kinkos. There's, yeah. no, there's no Kinkos anymore. And but stamps, papers, and yeah. stamps. And but you're stuff. also seeing them hang people. Burn that, burn bodies. They're burning bodies, and then they're hanging people for you know going outside the wall. Yeah. Um, people illegal entry, illegal you know whatever. Breaking curfew. Breaking curfew, and. You see these things and you're kind of like, well, how far is too far? And then also, well, what's, what are the, what's the resistance? The, what are the fireflies thinking? Like, what would they, what would you think they would do differently yeah. as when you're seeing this? Because me personally, if the world is that bad and I'm living in a place like that and I see, you know, my neighbor, we'll just kind of call him Stan mm-hmm. and Stan's hopping the wall, yeah. going underneath the wall, like Joel and uh, Tess are, and then coming back in and no one's, you know, checking them to make sure they brought the virus in. Well, Stan... I'm sorry, I'm not hanging out with you. And this kind of this is kind of weird because you can kind of see the parallels between what we just went through yeah. as far as like mask wearing and not and not exactly. wearing. And I know some people are probably listening to this, so you're going, oh man, what the heck? Or some people go right on. It's like, you know, what freedoms are too far or what freedoms do you need in a situation like this? Yeah. You know? It, it and you know, for Firefly, one their their main goal is to bring some 
semblance of democracy back, right? Because the military rule is is not ideal in their eyes, right? right? To your point, you know, when when a pandemic or something crazy is happening, there are certain freedoms and liberties that are taken away by a governing force. We saw that with 9-11 and, and COVID, like you mentioned, where, you know, certain martial law, martial law, certain things, you know, get um, get taken away, certain free, like, you know, right. people, like you want to go to a restaurant, they want you to wear a mask, right, for a period of time. So um, it's a freedom you kind of got to give up, right? Sure. And this is to the extreme where, you know, if you breaking, if you, the, not only are they taking away certain freedoms, but when you do break those freedoms, it's not, you know, a post on social media, like, look at this person not wearing a mask. Right. It's you're getting hung, you know, yeah. you're, 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 you're getting executed for breaking the law. So, so their approach is you can see it as necessary, right? Well, yeah, you could totally but say it's, it's also necessary. harsh. Yeah. So it's a very weird dynamic. But how harsh them. is too harsh? You know, how I mean, you, maybe harsh. you need to do that to set the example exactly. for your other neighbor to make yeah. sure he's not bringing in this yeah. disease. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, th- that disease is world ending. Oh, of course. It, it's going to be very interesting to see Fedra throughout the, the episode, uh, right. the show, right? Um, and their dynamic with the Fireflies and how Joel and, and, and Ellie and Tess and Tommy and, you know, interact between yeah. those two, two governing powers. Right. Right. Kind of thing. So Fedra is going to be something to keep an eye on. Right. You know, um, I know we, we talked about, you know, offline, why Joel and, 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 and Tessa are staying there. Right. right. Considering, yeah. Considering, you know, the They're, rules and harshness, right. The rules and harshness, they're also two very capable people that yeah. can obviously clearly handle themselves out in the real world. Um, are they just there to make a buck? I mean, it's, I mean, and then, you know, also you got to go back and talk about, I mean, they're obviously coming, they're coming in and out, you know, doing their thing. Yeah. Um, what kind of precautions are they taking? Because they're clearly, you know, they're not like checking themselves. So they're, they're, you know, how do they know that they're not getting exposed while they're out there and then coming back in? Well, you know? hopefully they, they'll know if they get, they get in contact that they like, we need to check. I wonder right. if they have their own little scanner thing. Right. Right. But then even when we saw them that one time when they have the, the body, the decomposed yeah. uh, body against the wall, I mean, they're going mm-hmm. right up to that thing and not even worried for a second that they're going to get in like, you know, the yeah, spores or stuff like that. They have to like get that. contacted because they're not doing spores in the show. Right, the the what? they're not doing spores in the show. The show creators and the 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 writers and the director and everybody involved in the show they they have had an agreement no spores because it it's it wouldn't be um, in their eyes too realistic for people to be walking around where spores are possible because you would have to be wearing masks all the time. So it's those little tentacle things that are passing on to continue the growth of right. the fungus that's how you're going to get infected in the show so that's why they can approach that and not worry about spores because spores are not a thing in in this universe that's contrary to the game where you know you got to wear masks in certain areas that's pretty disappointing yeah i, I know but it's it's I, I understand the approach well okay so one of the things that we've always that you and i have talked about the issue between the people that have listened to this podcast that have played the video game yeah. and the people that listen that have not so there's certain things we didn't want to talk about that were going to ruin the experience yeah. so now here's something that we, i guess we can talk about because you're right 100 percent right that they're not doing the masks yeah. because okay so there was um, um a dynamic in the game where there were certain areas that Joel couldn't go that Ellie could because she was immune. Yeah. Like, you know, at some point Joel's mask gets broken, so he can't go into certain areas where the fung- where the spores are going around. Yeah. 
So she would go in and kind of do whatever needed to be done. So you would sometimes switch over to her character and stuff. So that's kind of an element that I was kind of looking forward to, to kind of see how they would actually, you know, do yeah. that. And so we basically just said that's not going to happen now. Well, they might have it a different way where, you know, she could still, she's, she's still going to be immune. So there's still probably a way they can do that, a workaround Maybe. where it's not spores. I'm sure. I feel like they could have done the mask thing. You could have done something. Look, it's a podcast. I mean, we can <laughs> speculate and you come up with our yeah, own theories, our own, own ways theories. to do stuff. They could have done something as simple as the spores are still there. And, you know, they can only, I mean, cause they talked about in the beginning or at least the doctor did how like the fungus could actually take over the human body yeah. uh, because the, you know, the climate change. And so they got to, they'll learn to adapt. Blah, blah, heat, so, yeah. Another way they could have done it is so they obviously need the host in order to survive the climate change or something, and they can only survive outside of a host for a certain amount of time or something like that, yeah. like a certain distance or whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, it is a show. That's that's pretty dis- – I'm disappointed. So it's a bummer. you kind of uh, – I want to ask you this. You kind of kind of already maybe gave your answer to this. Apocalypse is going down. Are you Fedra or Firefly? That's tough. I mean, I mean, only based now. I'm gonna now, let where, me correct well, my hold on, hold on. Let the me my going. Okay, go, go. Okay, post-apocalyptic. We're, you're in this world right here. Mm-hmm. Do not factor in what you know about the game. Okay, factor in what you've seen in the first episode between the Fireflies and Fedra. Now, the Fireflies are not any. I mean, they just had got wiped out by by uh, you know a local smuggler. Right. <laughs> Don't look too organized there. But are you Fedra? Or Firefly. Well, I would okay. Look, they want a democracy. They want to be able to vote for things. I want to know what their vote for change is. If <laughs> yeah. you think about it, like, yeah, are you yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. now you're not going to be as harsh as on the people that are going to hop yeah. the wall and bring the virus back in? I don't know. Like, I'm probably not going to. What? So then, what's your other? I got what you are you talking about? Because you want to be the ones that hand out the the crap jobs. Yeah. Is that your reasoning? Like what's what's your point? I need I need to they need to send <laughs> need me some they need to send me an email <laughs> that gives me a list of the changes that they want to make. Yeah. Who their representative is. Yeah. I want to talk to their representative and see what their talking points are and then, you know, go from there. I don't know. Like I can't see what they would do what they would do differently than Fedra's doing. That to keep people as safe as they need to be in that kind of world. Oh, so but you would still, So I would think like I don't know. As of right now, without knowing the politics of the Fireflies, yeah. I think I'm Fedra. You're Fedra. Well, they, they just mentioned, um, uh, Marlene mentioned democracy. So she wants to bring back some semblance of democracy. And I get that, but I just need to know if what are your changes? Okay. okay. If you want the democracy, what's going to be different yeah. with the democracy? We're just going to vote for the guy who's going to say the exact same stuff that's happening? Probably. I don't less, know if I'm going to pick up a gun for that. You know, <laughs> probably we could start off by less hangings, maybe put them in jail for a little bit. You know, uh, something in that sense that might be a little. But then, less okay. Harsh. But look, God, I don't want. <laughs> but then you're like, okay, so then, but this is a pretty harsh reality. Yes. Okay. So if someone's hopping the wall, bringing that. This isn't. Everybody's dead, right? This isn't COVID, okay? This yes, is far worse. World ending. Yes. So if someone's bringing in world ending disease, the message, in my opinion, yeah, I don't know. I mean, some people are like you're putting me in a spot where I've <laughs> that message has to be sent. Now, if I'm gonna be like, okay, so you know, Joey hopped the fence. Oh, Joey, here's a slap <laughs> on the wrist. 15, no, 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 no. Fifteen no, no. days in jail, and you okay. have to eat this like less sludge than what we're all eating. <laughs> Then Joey's gonna be like, "Well, you know, I had a great time out there. I'm, I'm great time. Fifteen days. 
Who knows? I don't know what Joey's doing on the other side of the wall. Why is he going the other side? He's obviously there's raiders and slavers on the other side. But obviously, they mentioned he, but right. You, I mean, but why are you hopping the wall True. to go out there? You obviously have an agenda. It's not to oh, go hang out with those people. You might have maybe there's a club we don't know about. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> not really. Okay, now we're going. We're going. Okay. So, okay. so you're what, definitely. What side? Okay. Okay. So now here's the other thing. So you're definitely inside the quarantine zone. You're not going to be a, a slaver or a raider, right? You're not going to be on the complete opposite side of the spectrum where it's like we're doing dirt and we we do whatever we want on the outside in the wilderness. You're giving a question? me that look. Yeah. yeah okay. Are, are you are you definitely staying inside the quarantine zone, or are you gonna you're, you're gonna play outside in the uh, with with the the rest of the crazies? I don't know. I mean, I, what are my capabilities? Am I like? Do I, am I as capable of, as Joel and Tess? No, Robbie. You are. I'm Robbie. Robbie? Oh, you. Man. I'm, are you? Are I'm you? I'm pretty badass. So I don't know. <laughs> are you? Are you on your own? Uh, it it depends on who I have. If if I'm on my own, yeah, that's a tough call. If I'm not on my own and I have you know my kids and my wife, then I'm staying indoor. I'm staying in the quarantine zone. Yeah, so, uh, I'm, I'm on my same. own. It could be. It could go either way. Be the same. same. Now, this brings up the whole apocalyptic talk, right? I mean, there's a lot of things that happened in that episode that I wanted to approach. Like, from from you, what do you think? When when Ellie runs out of, when, not Ellie, when Sarah runs out of the house, the neighbor's house, and they put down Granny, right? Right. You know, I, I know we mentioned that you got to move, but that first night, Maybe it's better to stay home, let everybody else go crazy, and go maybe the second day when it's a little less chaotic. What do you think? What do you, I mean, I, I, after watching it again, and I'm like, look at all the craziness that they're going through, right? Wouldn't it have been better to just like, you know what, let's hunker down at home, re- wait, and let everybody else try to clog up the highways, deal with planes falling down, and the next day, we tackle the exodus. What do, what do you think? You know, I'm thinking for me, I think I might wait a day or two before I get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, maybe. Um, I know you have, I, a, you already have a plan for your apocalyptic escape. I have a plan for my apocalyptic escape. I mean, I think any right person would have <laughs> anybody who watches like walking dead or like, you know, Shaun of the dead or yeah. like any kind of like, you know, Sean of that awesome movie. Yeah, anybody who is, I think, has watched a, a post-apocalyptic thing, they have, they've had that conversation in their head at least a couple of times, like where they would go, who they would hang, like who yeah. would they would be with, yeah, 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 that kind of stuff. Um, me, I, you know, I'd probably judging by the stuff, would probably waited out a day or so. But then look at like you know Joel and and uh, his brother, they're oh. obviously capable uh, capable people. Yeah, they've you know they've been in the military, they've they've seen some stuff, they they could take care of themselves. So yeah. they already have this thing like you know i feel like they shit's going down grab the kid let's get out of there because once again strategy. we obviously didn't we don't know what they saw from picking picking up uh his brother i hope they have that in there i don't care if it's a soft opening that we're going to talk about things that we want to see moving forward yeah. i hope they uh they show you a little glimpse of that that would be cool to see yeah like we don't know what the, what their experience was going from the jail to go back to get sarah yeah so the things that they have saw that they saw probably like might have you know maybe they had a plan to hang out at the house mm-hmm. and then come up with a plan yeah but then as they were coming home and they saw you know people eating it looked like people eating people <laughs> yeah. on the streets you know houses yeah. are on fire there's a bunch of fighter jets flying by things are blowing up in the background they're like no we just got to get her and go and then when they pull up obviously she's already outside she's yeah. being chased by the neighbor who's supposed to have dementia shouldn't even be moving yeah that's when it's like no get in the truck let's get out of here yeah and i 
totally understand that scene, you know, go. But go. if all that stuff doesn't happen and he never goes and picks up his brother and they wake up to all that stuff that's happening, yeah, different conversation maybe. Maybe they do wait it out until you see a bunch of people acting all crazy out in the street and you're kind of like, well, what do we do now? Yeah, I, I mean, you do wait it out, but there is the fear of someone coming in because one of the things that were different than from the video game to the first episode was in the video game, the neighbor... Actually, it's not an old lady. It's I think it's a guy. He breaks through like the the glass door window or whatever into the house. Yeah, you know, so that there's a fear of someone trying to come in, right, into your home. Yeah, if you do decide to stay, or the military coming around and just executing everybody. <laughs> you don't know about well, that. Well, also, <laughs> I mean, they are okay. So she fell asleep and woke up. Yeah. And then all the only information that she had was when she turned the television on and yeah. she saw the emergency broadcast. Yeah. That's not giving you any information. You don't know that there's an actual virus out there yet. You don't know that people are acting all crazy. For all you know, you're being invaded by a foreign country. That's true. You yeah, have no you idea what what's going on. Yeah. So the only the only way she finds that out is when she goes into the house and sees what's happening with the neighbors. So brings me all the way back to to um to Joel and his brother, what they saw getting to that des- getting to that point because Joel still might not even know when he wakes up in the morning because you know I don't know definitely let's, let's talk about these dynamics you, you mentioned Joel and Tommy one of the things I want to you know we should definitely talk about is the, their relationship right obviously in this episode you know you know 20 years later once he can't get in contact with Tommy right you see him kind of like singular focus he's willing to do anything and everything yeah to get this battery and it's going to lead us into this, the next scene that we're going to play right um because we want to talk about joel's dynamic with tess and yeah. joel's with tommy as well so in this scene because now his whole focus is getting this battery so he, they can get a truck so they can go out and and go save tommy quote unquote because right. you know there's raiders and slavers and and zombies all kinds of crazy stuff out there right and tommy hasn't responded back with what's going on right so joel's one mind is let's go get the battery now tess is going to break the news to him that there is no battery right right now so let's let's play the scene these aren't new no i was in federal lockup all day anyway it doesn't matter i need you to take a breath what What? The guys who jumped me were with Robert. He sold our battery to someone else. Nothing's lost. This shit like this is gonna happen. Now we just shake it off, and we go get our cards back, or the battery. I need the battery, Tess. Truck's no good without one, and if I don't get to Tommy soon, he's gonna die out there. Okay, fuck it. We get our money back and the battery, but Joel, listen, Robert is terrified of you. So you march out of here, I'll clean Eastwood, he's gonna get wind of it and skip. I need you to take a breath. Who'd he sell it to? Don't know. Well, where is he? Don't know. Yet. But we're gonna find out quietly. Understand? Now I promised Robert that you wouldn't hurt him. But I would very much like for you to hurt him. So let's go hunt that motherfucker down and get our battery and our truck and then we'll go find Tommy. All right? Who do you think's in charge in that relationship? Oh, 
I think she she I don't think it's like she has a pit bull on a leash in Joel, right? And she knows how to calm him, right. how to communicate to him, how to rile him up, and how to release him when she needs to. And I can't wait. I hope one of the things that we see is more of that dynamic between the two. And obviously, they they have a close relationship. She comes home and she lays in bed with him, right? And, and, and you see how angry he got when he saw her face, yeah. And then how real angry he got when he realized there's no battery for save his brother. Yeah, you did mention uh, to me like. You pointed out how they did show a bunch of scenes, like extra scenes about Sarah, like to kind of build up mm-hmm. her character, like before yeah. the actual game started. You got to see her at school. You got to see her kind of traveling, doing yeah. her thing. And I would love some flashbacks of just Joel and Tess, but I would yes. also love some uh, flashbacks because obviously uh, she knows Tommy. Yeah. And so I, there's got to be there's got to be a dynamic with the three of them. And I would love I to see some see flashbacks a, yeah. about that and like how their relationship was because. The way we left Joel is we left Joel's his, his daughter just died. He's just with his brother. That's the only family that he's got. And then moving forward, obviously something happened to to for Tess to enter his yeah his world and to and to be able to develop that bond. And this remember this is a bro. We've talked about it. this guy's broken. Having your you know kid die in your arms has got to be brutal. But then to be able to build another lo- a relationship with someone else. To, I mean, he cl- you feel like he does love Tess. Yeah. Because you of like the way he reacts, and you know, and when you play the game, you'll see, whatever. But it'd be interesting to see how it developed into that, and it's something that the game never touched upon. And I would like to see that. Yeah, I'm the same. Joel's relationship with Tess and Joel's relationship with Tommy, and the three of them. Just give me one episode with a mission. I I I just want to see how 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 that kind of works. Yeah, you know? I would too. Yeah, like that would that would be pretty cool. Um, the the other thing. Um we kind of broke into this is things that we want to see in the future. Definitely, definitely that. Um, I I also want to see how this thing came about this whole, right. The virus, it's not a virus. What am I saying? How then this, these fungus started, like they could do another, one of these soft opens like they did with the doctor, with the scientists where they show me the, the first sport. Well, they're not doing spores. The first human contact, right. Patient zero. That would be cool. I, I want to see how that, and then you can see how it spreads to the next person, the next person. And then that could just be our soft opening before they, they roll credits. I would love to see that. I hope that's something they, they, they think about. I know we're kind of, we're, we're speculating a little bit, like, yeah. you know, playing the hopes and dreams stuff, but yeah. it would actually be kind of cool if they, if they stuck with the same format Yeah. where the first five minutes is yeah. this doctor talking about exactly what you just said. Then the next, uh, even though the show's not, I mean, the first episode was an hour and a half. So yeah. obviously it'd be difficult to do that again with another 30 minutes in a different time. And then, yeah. But it'd be nice for maybe another five minutes where you show a flashback previously before, you know, maybe how Tess and Tommy, yeah. you know, and Joel kind of like get together and stuff like that. For maybe five minutes, a little, little scene of them, and then it goes to um, Ellie. And I, I, I never would have thought I would have said that because remember when we did our first um, breakdown of the show? like yeah, the our, character not, bios. The character bios and stuff. I was talking about how important Joel and Ellie were going to be yeah. to make this show so great. Um, and obviously that dynamic is going to be, so it's very, very important, but I do want to know these other little things. And it's kind of cool that this first episode made me want to feel like maybe think about those other things that I wanted to see yeah. that you don't see in the video game, which would be kind of cool to see. Yeah. Cause, cause they did add a lot of, a lot of other things that create more context to, to, to the world. And I'm, yeah. I'm glad that you brought up Joel and Ellie because the next thing I want to approach is, you know, we start to see a little bit of the dynamic that they're about to have. 
when Joel has that PTSD moment outside. Yeah. Um, and you see the anger and the hurt and the rage after he kills that soldier. And while he's doing it, you see, you mentioned it on the last episode, that Ellie's walking and like, she's kind of intrigued. Yeah. She's moving like, cause her, her point of view is all she sees is the back of Joel and you see Joel's fist kind of just going up and down. And she, she walks to the right to get a better view yeah. of Joel smashing the soldier's face in. And she's got this look that she's kind of like, into this yeah so what do you think do you think it's that she's looking at it from like i don't want to say tess is using joel right um from the first scene first you know episode you know she obviously she knows what she has in right. in, in him and she can use and deploy him do you think that ellie's looking at joel in the same manner that wow this guy is i can I can work with this or, or it could be my protector or how do you see? I mean, without spoilers, we kind of know, but this is good to, for, for viewers to speculate. Right? I mean, actually, I mean, it's been a couple of years since I played the game, so mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to still speculate a little. It's, I'm actually questioning it because one thing that was kind of cool and it, and I'm sorry again for bringing back up the video game, but there's all these little one-liners in there when there's a fight scene going on or when yeah. there's like something actually happening where there's like a lot of action going on. But the one-liners from Ellie is always kind of like in surprise, in mm -hmm. shock. She's like, holy crap, Joel. Like when he goes and does something, yeah, yeah, like yeah. she's very like, oh my God, you're doing that? Like what? what is wrong? Like I, at least that's the impression I was getting. It makes me want to yeah, go yeah. back and replay it, make sure that I'm actually no, no, right no. about this. No, no. So her giving that face, that like kind of like, oh, I'm kind of into this was kind of, it was very- kind of into this? <laughs> I mean, it was very surprising to me. Yeah, it yeah, really yeah. was. Like, and yeah, I don't yeah. know in- uh, it, or maybe it's a, another thing of uh, you know that she's 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 a little off too. Like this, she's like clearly, you said, you I said mean, I'm into it. I I like this. How do I get to be? <laughs> can I can I be angry like this too? I just didn't get that from from that character in the game before. And yeah. I mean, be obviously, obviously this. she has issues. She was you know she was an orphan. She was left at you know basically a, a, like a military school. Yeah. when she was a baby. So mm -hmm. obviously she's gonna have. She's a broken person also. Yeah. They mentioned, um, Marlene mentioned Riley. Uh, obviously, we haven't met Riley yet. We don't know what's going it's on It's probably going to be a flashback. Or, it definitely yeah. going to be something because there is an, an, a, a character, you know, yeah. that they already mentioned. Yeah. So maybe I think there's we more to her. Talked, to see we might have actually we, talked and, about and Riley. In the bio, yeah. yeah. So um, obviously, there's something more to Ellie that we haven't approached yet. But it's going to be very interesting to see that kind of dynamic between um, Joel and Ellie based off of what we see here where she's you know a lot of people online were saying how the, the difference the correlation between you know when joel kills the neighbor with the with the giant wrench smacks right. her how sarah is like distraught because obviously she knew the neighbor and she's like i can't believe you just killed her right right she's distraught and she's like crying and all that kind of thing right but when when joel is doing this to obviously a stranger you know, she's not shocked. She's not crying. She just gives that weird look like, ooh, what is going on here? She's like more intrigued than anything, right? Yeah. So it's definitely two different um, different people <laughs> in that sense. Yeah. I mean, they you know, they both got brought up in two different worlds. So they're yeah. going to be completely different. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, that, that that's really going to be cool. I mean, I think we have one other scene we're going to pull. We're going to pull that soul scene. It's when, finally when, caught. When, yeah, well, when uh, yeah, it when Tess actually picks sees up that the she's scanner is yeah, red. and then sees that she's infected, let's uh, let's listen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, no, no! I'm not sick. No! I'm not sick. No! I'm not sick. No! Look, look. 
This is three what? weeks old. Nobody lasts more than a day. Just as look as I owe to you. You would have killed me. You're fucking killing me. When did it happen? It doesn't matter. You have to trust me. They're gonna catch us if we don't run. Joel, we gotta move. We gotta move, Joel. Right off the bat, I I picked this up. I don't know, man. So far, does Tess get her hands dirty? Because she's yelling to Joel, Joel, like, rather than just, like, try to handle this, like, we talked about Fedra Red, you're done. You're dead. She didn't even, like, pull a gun out on her, like, let well, me execute her. She, I think she's calling for Joel to come do the dirty work. No, I don't know. I what think, do you, or is well, it, like, what do, you, what do we do here? Like, she's infected. Like, if... Like, think about it. Like, if it, you know this world is crazy, right? Right. You're infected. Why? I, I'm helping you. Uh, if 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 I'm in that Fedra camp, like you said you are, you're putting one in their head. Well, I feel like you've already answered. Okay, so <laughs> we've already answered the question about there's no spores being transferred over. Yes. So the, you can, I guess you can be close to, to the infected yeah. right now. And let's not forget, she's their golden ticket to get Tommy. So if you execute her and then you, you know, you don't have the vehicles and the supplies and everything to That's go get Tommy. That's a good Tommy. point. Great point. So, I mean, I, Tess seems like a very smart person. Whether yeah, she's she was thinking about that or not, yeah, or whether you're right and I'm wrong. No, no, I think um, you're, I think I, I prefer your, your you, take. You can't execute her because then it's like, all right, well, now we're back in the same situation. Yeah. And we're, not, not only that, not only are we in the same situation, we just killed a guard. Yeah. And so there's people already going to be after us. So, you know. I, I just hope she gets her hands dirty and not always sick the pit bull you know she um, does. dirty I mean, harry on every every major you know thing. well even um they are i forget who said it or they've even said like they've made comments like you guys are both very capable people i yes. know what you guys are capable of yeah. doing yeah you know so obviously she she's just as has violent. no issues of pulling a gun on somebody yeah. and pulling the trigger so i don't think you have to worry about so now are you, you like I, I think you answered all our questions here is like you have to see this through because she's the ticket to getting Tommy, right? Getting the battery. So whether she's going to turn in a day or two days or never turn, right. we have to kind of see this through and go out into the the big, bad, ugly. Right. Well, then now, obviously, the next episode, they're going to have that conversation. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to find out why they're taking her to the Fireflies. She's immune. We all know that now. So... They don't know that she's immune, but we well, know. They, they know. We know. Well, they know because if they believe well, her, look. If, if, they you, believe look, if her, you look at the scars, we'll see obviously if they believe they, her all the way through. I believe they're going yeah. to. Obviously, if she has the scars, yeah. you know they're obviously old. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but yeah. at the same time, like, I don't think Joel. For uh, to me, Joel's not even here right now. He's still like kind of remorseful for what he just did and he's kind of on his coming coming down sure. i don't think he heard any of what was going on maybe not and i think that's why they had the sound was a little you know distant Possible. in there yeah where because they're, they're kind of like in joel's perspective like you know when you're like you hear you hear things but you're really not listening i think joel was hearing but wasn't listening because he was still in that space he was on the come down so it's gonna be interesting how they 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 expand that coming through um the next and then you know fast forward now to you know Joel's radio in his room, his ham radio. Right. And, and we, the, we we said it was Depeche Mode. Yeah. De, Depeche Mode. But, you know, when you look at the lyrics of that song, it's the opening line of the song is, I'm taking a ride with my best friend. I hope he never lets me down again. He knows where he's taking me. That is obviously very deliberate because Ellie is going to be taking a ride with her best friend. Sure. And Joel's going to be taking a ride with his best friend. He doesn't even realize it 
at this point yet, but the two of them are obviously going to create a bond through this show. Yeah. And it, it's, it's a very um, well-placed song. Uh, I have to say. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking of the lyrics. I was just yeah, yeah. thinking of what time or what era yeah, that era, song right? came out. Like, so what, what part of the code was that? Obviously 80 and, you know. Trouble. Trouble. Um, yeah, that's that's good information. They they, 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 they know what they're doing, these, <laughs> yeah. these guys, right? So overall, first episode, any now that you saw it a little bit more, um, does it still kind of hold up in your, your, your eyes? Did it do the video game justice? Um, are you can you can't wait for more um i can't wait for more it does it what was awesome about the this episode and i know we talked about it before was how true it actually stayed to the source material when a lot of times when an adaptation of a comic book or a video game never most of it doesn't ever hold up i'm trying to think of one that it was like amazingly you know stuck to stuck to the script this one you know not to a fault but it definitely it was it stuck there, which was very good. Now, watching it second time with my wife, there are some things that was kind of maybe a little bit more of a letdown. Not letdown, but mm-hmm. things that I noticed that I didn't like as much as I thought I did. I'm still, I need to see more out of Ellie. Um, yeah. What's her name? Um, obviously, she Bella wasn't- Bella Ramsey? Yeah, she wasn't on screen that much. Yeah. But from what I did see the second time around, I kind of was like, eh, I don't know. And she's been a be, teenager. She's been a teenager. It's going to be kind of, I mean- so it'll be a little annoying. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping that, you know, it, she either grows on me or she just has better material to actually show that, you know, what what's that character. Because I already know what that character is supposed to be in that world from the video game. Yeah. I just want that. I want her performance to hold up. So far, Joel's holding up, yeah. but he's had more screen time. He's had more development. You've seen where he's come from. For her, I still need to see more out of that situation. Is it not that her character is, you know, an annoying 14-year-old that's bothering you? Because if if her annoying 14-year-old is bothering you, then she's doing an excellent job being an annoying 14-year-old. Sure, okay. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's the whole Cersei Lannister thing. She was so... You, you hated the character so much in Game of Thrones because the actress did such a freaking great job of you, of of playing the role that you hated her so much. Sure, okay. Is it that or is it just, you know... It's so far. It's not enough for you. I don't to, know. Every every scene that she was in, kind of annoyed me a little bit. But it was. <laughs> but those scenes were kind of designed to annoy me. Yes. You know. And it, yeah. and I mean, from the first time you saw her, she's you know she has to count and she's kind of pissed off yeah. and she's you know does that you know the smirk face at the end of the whole like fu thing after she counts and then I it, it, there that the scene wasn't there yet for me to kind of gravitate yeah. towards her. When I you know I've said it before, like the whole key to the show is going to be Joel and Ellie and moving forward i find myself wanting to know more about the other characters than i did about her as of right now as of right but, now but yeah. we'll see first how it episode, obviously i mean but at the end of the day yes this episode still holds up it's amazing from point a to point b or point a to z however you wanted to say yeah. where we're at in the in the alphabet for it the action was great the cinematography was great the dialogue was great um i mean overall I'm hooked. I want to see the next episode. Yeah, I I, I don't have any major complaints. I, I'm with you. I think it's 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 it was a great start. Um, I think there's so much potential to fill in the gaps that you know the video game didn't fill in, and I'm, I, I, that's why one of the most things I'm most excited for seeing in this show. Sure. But before we 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 end this, the thing that I I, I have to complain about is um, I, I'm I've been spoiled, man. Netflix and all these streaming services giving me the full season all at once, so I can just binge it in a, a day or two. 
has spoiled me. I can't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to survive one whole week waiting. I, I just want to see all of it. Like right now, I'm so freaking spoiled and I can't wait to, I don't know if they're ever going to have a day where these, where HBO is just going to give me, just give it to me, HBO. Give me all the episodes now. But then how is our weekly podcast going to work for a show like that? Well, we just, we'll figure it out. Oh, I'm being selfish right now, <laughs> but I can't wait for episode two. Um, I, I know this show is going to be epic, and it, it already it's off to a great start. Yeah. All right. So, um, thank you everybody for uh, you know tuning in, and listening to this uh, podcast. Um, our next episode is going to be the, this coming up Sunday. We're yeah. going to drop it. We're going to watch the episode. We're going to talk about the Fresh. episode. Then we're going to drop the episode. Pretty much what what we did last time. We're going to try to get the episode to you a little bit sooner than previously, but you know. I'm having fun doing this. I hope you guys are too. Join us, comment. We're, yeah. we're, we're interacting with a lot of people online yeah. on, on Twitter and on Patreon. So um, we, we'd love to get people's, you know, people are freeze framing the most amazing things. I saw one person sent us, a, um, there was a soccer ball it, when they were having breakfast and then the picture of, of Ellie's soccer team or something. And then it correlates to the video game oh, really? where there's pictures of Ellie and not, not Sarah, excuse me, where Sarah is and Joel, you know, soccer, Sarah's soccer team. Right. And you see pictures in the video game of, of Sarah and Joel with the soccer. So they kind of tied in a lot yeah. of these little Easter eggs. And, yeah. and we're getting that from the community. And it's, uh, I think people will really enjoy it. It's yeah. pretty awesome. That's, that's, I, you got to show that to me. Yeah. yeah one thing yeah. that's going to make this podcast better is, you know, more community involvement yeah. and stuff. So whenever we make a mistake, you know, message us, let us know, correct us. You send us stuff that you guys find that we don't find, yeah. and then we'll mention it onto our recap episodes yeah. and stuff. Because you know, go to more, Twitter. More interaction, the better. Yeah, we're on Twitter. On Twitter is uh, rot underscore brain your brain, and then um, our Patreon um, links. All the links will be in the bottom of this episode. So cool. we we love to interact with everybody. Right on. All right, my man. All right, cool. Thanks again to our uh, Patreon producer, Knight Rider 169 And thank you, everybody else. We'll catch you next time. Intro music composed by Kyle Torme. Outro music and bed music composed by Jason Zaffrey. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Last of Us, a Rot Your Brain podcast. Subscribe to The Last of Us podcast feed at rotyourbrainmedia.com slash the last of us follow us on twitter at rot underscore your brain and support rot your brain media and its podcast by being a part of this exciting new and growing community visit patreon.com slash rot your brain media